Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. Jade Washout, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Again, 888-825-5225. Mark starts off this hour in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Um, I got a question. I know how the baby steps work, but I'm, I've, I've got a little bit of a quandary as to where I need to put my wife's student loans in this because she is still in school and not having to pay on them. So mm-hmm. do I put them in, because she's got 12 loans, do I put them in where they go and slow my snowball down or do I put them at the end and continue my snowball until I get to them? I'd put them in where they go. She's got 12 of them. So I'd list, I'd, I'd, put those in smallest to largest along with your other debts. And you might have one student loan and then a credit card and then a student loan and then a car payment. And then, you know, it doesn't all have to be by group. And I think sometimes in our minds, we want it to be that way, but that's okay. Just put them in as they go smallest to largest. How much student loan debt is there? It's 58,000. And how much other debt is there? Uh, There's two cars. Um, One is, nine thousand and one is thirteen thousand and the student loans only one of them is more than the first car so i'm going to be paying we're going to be doing like 11 student loans and then a car yeah it's forty six thousand that i'm not going to be building what's your household yeah you won't be building any Uh, snowballing because you don't have any payments yes. on those to cancel out i got you Mm, yes that's a good point um so the uh what's your income the household income is one hundred and seventy thousand. And when does she graduate? Uh, she'll graduate. Um, she's she's doing part time schooling, so she's got uh, I think six semesters left, and we can have both of the cars paid off before that. Are they are they subsidized or are they unsubsidized? Uh, she's got two that are getting taxes. They're not taxes. Uh, interest. Yeah. And the rest of them aren't. Um. Say uh, fifty-eight and forty-six, right? You said fifty-eight thousand in student loan debt, and how mm-hmm. much other? Yeah, and then uh, nine thousand on one car and thirteen on another. Oh, okay. So thirty-one and fifty-eight, right? So eighty, no, it's 80 less, eighty-nine thousand. Less than that. No, we're at eighty thousand. We're right at eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. 79,000. I added it wrong. Okay. Um and you make 170,000. Yes. Okay, explain to me why you can't pay all this in a year. Because we have eight kids. Wow. They don't eat that much. You can raise eight kids on 100 grand. Well, we the the eight kids are all teenagers. You can raise eight so kids on 100 grand, man. There's sports, there's food, there's all that stuff. It's just, it's a year of sacrifice. Yeah. Because um, 170 minus 79 is one year you're debt free. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't do it in a year, you'll be able to do it in 14 months. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you're looking, you know, 
when you said she's going to be six semesters and you're just going to barely have two cars paid off, you're not making any progress no, 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 at no, all. No, no, we'll, we'll have, we'll have the two cars paid off by August of next year. Yeah. You ought to have, you ought to be done by August yeah. of next year. The whole stinking thing or close. So we, are you paying cash for her college as she goes? Yes. We, we have stopped with the student loans. Okay. We are paying cash for everything now. Good. And what is she studying? Uh, she's getting her master's in, uh, business. Like it's not the MBA, but it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a, a business. Okay. Thing. And, and her intention is to do what with her career with eight kids? Uh, to help me run my business. <laughs> I see. Okay. While you have eight kids. Yes. That are teenagers. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, good. Well, you're doing well with your business, sir. Is the 170,000 taxable net profit on your business or is that your gross revenues? The the 100 100 of it is from my business. That's the uh the profit before taxes and everything. No, that's before taxes and everything. Before ta- before before expenses? Yes. What do you take home from the business as payment? Um, well, I've been taking home, uh, just $800 a, a, a week. Now, well, what are you paying taxes actually, on, on the hundred thousand dollars of revenue that this business creates? You do not have a household income of 170. Mm-mm. That's why you couldn't see doing this because you don't have okay, a net yeah. profit of a hundred thousand on the business. That's your gross revenues. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure what it will be this year because I, I didn't make this much last year. So what'd you um, make last, last year? year? Last year, I only made 50,000 gross. Okay. Gross. Yes. Did you that net anything on that? Uh, not much. We we still with the money that she paid in for her taxes, we still got a tax return. So, and we have we have fixed that. I know that you don't like to hear no, tax no, returns, I mean, so we, that, we have fixed that. Honey, I'm still trying to figure out if your <laughs> business is making a profit. Do you I, know what a profit is? Yes, I know what a profit. It, is. It's, it's your not, taxable income on the business. Yes. On fifty thousand dollars, did you have to pay any taxes? No. Because then you lost uh, money on a fifty thousand dollars worth of revenue. With with what my wife paid in on on her check. Well, here's Honey, what you need your to wife, do. Your wife check's got nothing to do with your business's profitability. You need to hire someone to run your books. Yeah, you need so to, that you, you need to sit down with a bookkeeper with and learn how to do a set of books. That's the next you hire any, you, you need don't, to make. You don't even have any idea if you're making a profit. Because uh, a profit is your gross revenues minus the expenses associated with the business mm-hmm. equals profit. And I'm not sure you made a profit on 50 grand, so I'm not sure you're making a profit on 100 grand. Thus, I think you're trying to raise kids on 70 grand mm-hmm. actual revenue, which is your, your your actual other income, not business related mm-hmm. income. And yeah, you're not going to pay it off in a year doing that. So we need to figure out whether this calculation's right to tell you if my advice was bogus, but I have bad information from you. Mm-hmm. Even so, still, they're still going to have to walk through a debt snowball. And if the business is not making money, they're going to have to find more money coming in yeah. in order to make this happen fast with eight kids. You need to quit running, getting a master's degree to run a business that isn't profitable. That's not making money. Yeah. Because be that's, that's, mo- lo- that's losing money at that point. Yeah. It's already losing money. Probably. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't tell because he doesn't know. But anyway. Yeah, get to the bottom of it. Let's figure out if you're making a profit or not and if you're expanding that. Because yeah. you definitely increased your revenues, but I'm not sure you increased your profits. Because mm-hmm. if you lose 25 cents of watermelon, you don't just get a bigger truck. That's not how this works. So, um, all right. Uh, then based on all of that, what would I do? Yeah, I might pay off the car first and let the student loan set to the side for a minute. 
at least get rid of one of the dadgum payments out of your tight budget. But I I can't tell what your budget is, so it's really hard to tell you if it's worth doing that. If you truly made a profit of $100,000, which I think we've established you didn't, um, (laughs) then you had $170,000 actual household income, then I would go back to my original thing and say, shut up and pay off the loans in a year Mm -hmm. or 14 months if $79,000 should go away. But I don't think that's the numbers. So I think it it changed in the middle of the conversation. It did. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jade is my co-host today. By the way, folks, uh, I do a show called the Entree Leadership Podcast, where I take calls on small business, and we talk about the five stages of business and uh, what it takes to level up in those five stages, the six drivers that do that. We've got a whole system for teaching small businesses to grow and run. It's the playbook the book Entree Leadership is a number one bestseller. It's the playbook that we've used to run Ramsey, and we've grown it in 30 years from a card table in my living room to about a $300 million company. So we'll walk you through this stuff. And when you're at that beginning stage, is it called a treadmill operator? When it's just you and all the revenue and all the production counts on you, you kind of just own your job at that point when you're a small business person and you're doing all the work and, um, you know, and the revenue comes in because of you, the production comes in because of you, all that kind of stuff. It's a one or two, maybe a three-man lady show, whatever there. Uh, that's the normal way everyone starts, but those are the stages that you have to get things in place, like a good set of accounting books, a good set of books, uh, to where you know what's happening with your money. If you do not make the money behave, and those of you in the construction world, the remodeling world, you do job costing, and you know which each job is profitable, so you learn to do your estimating properly. You you know you set up. You know, can I afford to hire someone? Well, you have mm-hmm. to. Can I afford to buy a piece of equipment, or can I afford to rent another space? Uh, you have to be able to take look at your numbers and see if you have a profit to be able to do that. Because a business that doesn't make a profit is called a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a harsh hobby, actually, because you're delusional. And I've done it accidentally a time or two. Are, do you run a not-for-profit? Not intentionally, but there's a time <laughs> or two that I almost have, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's a, uh, you know, so if you want to learn more, Entree Leadership is the is the, one of the top business and leadership podcasts out there. You can join me. I do it once a week, and it's on the Ramsey Networks, and we would love to have you join us. And check out the whole Entree Leadership brand. We've got events you can come to. Uh, we've got a whole uh 
subscription process where we coach you called Elite. And so all of that falls into that bucket for their, our last caller. Uh, Jeff is in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Thank you very much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Sure. What's up? Um, <clears throat> I'm 52 years old. My wife is 51. And uh, a couple of years ago, she was diagnosed with a form of dementia. Um, so we are tra- navigating that. Um, as far as our financials go, we have a will, a financial power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, and living will in place. Good. Um, she's no longer on the deed of the house, but she has lifetime access to the residence through the will. Um, she has no property or any bank accounts in her name at all. We have our six month emergency fund. Why did you take everything out of her name? Uh, that's what the attorney had said. For what? I, I, uh, Probably. Because she because she might misuse them if she if her dementia is advanced. Uh, it might be for Medicare or Medicaid. I'm not sure. Medicaid is for poor people. That's welfare. Yeah, it only works. No, that won't work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The, okay. And do you, so you were doing real good. You got all the documentation in place. And, uh, and how uh, much do you have in investments? Uh, as far as uh, our Roth, we have three hundred and forty. And as far as my workplace 401k, I have 95000 mm-hmm. um, Within the last couple months, probably maybe three months, uh, I stopped contributing to my 401k and my Roth so I could pile up money. And a couple weeks ago, I paid off my house. Good for you. Really, really good. So we're, so we're on step seven, um, okay. which kind of brings me to my question. Um, with Ohio and Medicaid, uh, the spouse can have up to $140,000 in assets, except if you put the Roth IRAs in payout status, in an RMD payout status, those are not counted as assets. So hey, once hey, 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 listen. Yeah. Um, you're, you're trying to figure out a way to put your wife, you, you didn't mean to, but you're trying to figure out a way to put your wife in a welfare nursing home. Oh, Medicaid, is, Medicaid uh, is Medicaid is welfare. You don't want it's to for do poor, that. It's for poor people. And you don't need to okay. do that. Okay. And, and the guidelines are there to keep it from people that are only poor people putting people in those nursing homes. Okay. Okay. And you're not poor people. You can take care of your wife, man. I'm so sorry okay. you're facing this, but you've done a great job with money and you're in a position to love your wife well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, just want to get everything that I can out of the way. So yeah, that, I know, but, but, that, but the, the goal, the goal is to take care of her. The goal is not to put her in a right. Medicaid nursing home. Right. Right. So let's change, let's change the goal. And you evidently okay. make good money. What do you make? Uh, I make about 73 a year. Now you've done a really good job on 73, dude. Is mm-hmm. she still working? Oh no, she, she's on uh, Medicare. She's not able to work or drive. No. Okay. So it's advancing then. Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. sorry, man. That's tough. So yeah. where where are we today? Is, does she know everyone still, or what? what how far yeah. progressed? Um, we have uh, we have appointments every six months. Uh, last appointment, you know, the doctor was able to notice some decline. Uh, she'll go through some more testing in another six months, um, but she is able. You know, she is at home. Um, she knows you. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you yeah, not? You but know, you're not. Days, but you're noticing deterioration. You know, it varies. It, some days are better than others. Yeah, always, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Okay, you're you're right to do what you've done. Every single thing you've done, I agree with. I think you've done a wonderful okay. job, sir. Mm-hmm. You're a good man. Okay. And well, I, I and I would I would agree with your last part of your financial moves to pile up cash, and pile up cash and pile up cash, and the next stage that is fairly inexpensive compared to nursing home is in home care. Yeah. Okay. And so if you can pile up another hundred grand before you need in home care, you probably have that earmarked then to take care of her for, uh, to pay for, you know, a nurse or help of some kind, Mm -hmm. uh, of some level of professional to come in and help you. And there may be a few days at the end of life, that, that she will have to have care that is beyond in home, but maybe not, okay. maybe not. Um, I, I can tell you this. Okay. Sharon and I've got, uh, we're multimillionaires. And so I'm 63. I do not have nursing home insurance. I'm a multimillionaire. Yeah. I, I will be at home. I can afford full-time care for my wife. If something happens to her and you can too, because you've done such a good job, um, but you're catching it way earlier. But I mean, by the time, if something happens to Sharon and she's at home, I can provide all the services of a nursing home privately with a private mm-hmm. freaking Butler. Okay. Yeah. And it's still mm-hmm. less expensive than a nursing home, mm-hmm. but I've just got okay. that option. And you've just about got yourself in that position in a, in a very heartbreaking situation. You have been very, um, intentional and wise. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I've I've just followed your principles. Well, you 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 had a you had an extra um, grenade thrown in the middle of it, mm-hmm, and sure so uh, and it throws you off kilter. But uh, you, you know, it, only if you are completely broke. It, listen, if you go visit a Medicaid nursing home and you go visit a private care nursing home that you pay for, mm-hmm. you'll see mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Okay. There there are a few of them that are excellent, but it's government housing. Yeah. Versus private residence. Okay. That's the, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's welfare. It's what it's for. And it's okay. I'm not mad. And I'm not talking down my nose at somebody or something like that. But if you've got the means, you want your job it. is not to try to, to dodge using your money. Your job is to use your money because yeah. that's what it's for. Take care of her. Yeah. I think he's done a great job. Wow. You know, such a difficult situation. They're, they're so young, mm. early 50s. Man. That's tough. Yeah. And early onset has a long lifespan. It does. So um, poten- well, potentially. So um, yeah, this could be a decade. Yeah, but uh, thankfully he did set himself up, paid for mortgage. Man, he's been investing. He couldn't have done any better. Very wise. Very wise. Heartbreaking. This is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, you can drop in and have free homemade chocolate chip cookies and coffee anytime you want. We do this show from 1 to 4 Central Time, Monday through Friday. It's completely free to come in and watch ugly paint dry on the wall. No, we're here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> very, we're very entertaining, so you don't want to miss it. There's always 50 to 200 folks sitting out here. There's a museum or a whatever you call it, a timeline of the, everything that's happened around here. It's fun to visit the lobby and have an experience as a part of your Nashville visit. We'd love to have you. In the lobby also is a, a stage right in front of our windows. We call it the debt-free stage. On it is David and Lisa. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Good. How are you? Better than I deserve. Welcome. Where do you live? 
we live in austin area a little town called liberty hill oh yeah fun welcome to nashville good Thank to you. have you guys so how much debt have you paid off paid off almost three hundred thousand dollars or right at three hundred thousand dollars wow good for you and how long did that take real slow five years ago took about five years to get rid of it and your range of income during that time uh we started at one hundred and twenty-five thousand, and we ended last year at 360 wow what do y'all do for a living uh, my wife is retired now. Those are the agreement of paying off the house. Hey! <laughs> but um, I do say I, I'm a hundred percent commission salesperson in the HVAC industry, okay. like commercial HVAC. Oh yeah, way to go, man! Amazing. So your house is gone and paid off. House is gone and paid off. We, Looking at weird people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's the house worth? Um, five hundred. Wow. Oh, nice. How so, much is in your investments? Uh, last year's hurt us a little bit, but right around 400. So you're right out of million. Yeah, we're right there. Way to go. Baby steps millionaires paid for house. How old are you? I'm 41. And I'm 42. All right. That feels good. Yeah. How's it feel to not have a payment in the world? It's nice. It's nice. It definitely feels special. So we feel like we've been blessed and we don't feel like we deserve what we have. Well, you do deserve it, but we're better than we deserve. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> was it only you. the house, or was there other debt included in the three hundred thousand? We had two hundred and forty-two thousand on the house, and then we had about fifty thousand in cars, and then we had cre- the rest was credit cards. So we did the credit card. We did the snowball. Mm-hmm. Got credit cards first, and then we actually we traded some cars. We did some things to get rid of that debt, uh-huh. and then. And then we just worked on the house. Um, we actually paid 192000 in the last 16 months. Yeah, wow. you've been making serious money. Yeah, Lisa, what did you do before you retired? I've worked as a receptionist. I worked as a school, as a paraprofessional for mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And you said, I'm in, but when we're done, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Want to focus on our daughter, Claire, who's here with us this day, yeah. today. And well, it gives you a reason to push forward like mm-hmm. that. That's Absolutely. excellent. Now, you got, now you're just an old retired person That's at 42. Right. <laughs> Had your reward at the end. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So Boy. what else are you planning to do? I mean, you've got, you don't have a payment in the world. Is there a trip? Is there something fun that you're going to well, do is, to celebrate? This is kind of our trip. Yes. We kind of... No, you got to do better than that. We got, we got, we got Dave it all. is cool, but you got to do better. Well, we, we came in sa- Saturday to do this, and then we're going to go to Nashville till next weekend. This was kind of our whole, like, we wanted to do this. I've been a couple of times on business, but they've never been, so yeah. it's something that we wanted to do together. Oh, fine. We love the area, so we're going to we're gonna head into Nashville tonight and stay till Saturday. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. So, That's fun. Yeah. Love it. You'll love have it. a blast. You'll have a blast. But Thank yeah. you, guys. No, we appreciate you. I mean, like I said, yeah. we uh, one of the things that we find interesting is I have a degree in history and I fell into HVAC and just never got out. And we feel like God has a plan for us Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we should never have done what we've done. Mm. Mm. Not with, uh, I wanted to be a teacher. I never got to do it. So I, uh, fell into HVAC sales and never got out. So, Mm -hmm. but they all, you know, it doesn't always work out the way we plan. So, so how did you originally get connected with us in this process? Um, I've done FPU through church a few times, and we taught it once at our house during COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we saw you when you came to Austin mm-hmm. a yeah, years you, ago. You come to yeah. Austin a couple times. Actually, yeah. I have a constant reminder yes. of a keychain with your yeah, you know, live, like no yeah. <laughs> yeah, live like no one else. Yeah, so we have a constant reminder. Yeah. Um, but it's something that you know we've we've supported and we love, and yeah. we have family that my dad. You know, we grew up like in debt all the time and 
my dad's running the program now. We're running the program. My brother just sold some houses to pay off his debt and get wow. rid of stuff. So we've got the family is in a better place because you know we're all following you now. Changing yeah. your family tree, absolutely. Yeah. All the limbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to we're trying to do. Yeah, lead by that. example, right? Yeah. Well done. Very well done. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? I mean, you're debt free in your 40s, house and everything, baby steps, millionaires. Pretty impressive. Just commitment, being on the same page. You know, we've sacrificed a lot and said no to a lot of things. But what was the deepest cut on the sacrifice? The thing you remember that was the biggest ouchie? I mean, probably vacations. Mm-hmm. Just And family stuff. And we family used to do things. a lot of barbecues yeah. in the summer times. And during football season, we would have people and we kind of just cut it all off because it got mm-hmm. real expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that doing it every fast. weekend, it yeah. starts adding up real fast. So we, yeah. we made a lot of sacrifices where we were those crazy people where we just weren't doing a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were trying to do little day trips here and there instead of like big vacations. And yeah. We, we've become professionals at having breakfast for dinner at least twice a week, <laughs> and we've continued that. Yeah. So I was going to say, breakfast for dinner, is that really a sacrifice? Because that's, that's legitimate. It is. It's a yeah. sacrifice but for now, them. But now all, the, now all that stops. No, we, no. It, well. No, I mean, I mean, if you want to do it, yes. you can do it. But yeah. breakfast on your, I mean, it says on your keychain, live like no one else. So yeah. later, you can live like no That's one right. else and give like no one else. Yeah. So and, we, and we plan to. I want you to, to enjoy this now. Yeah. yeah, and we plan to, and it's. It's just something that's hard to break when you've been doing it for five years. I know, but it's football season, dude. Get the barbecue going. <laughs> Get the barbecue going, man. Get yeah. it back going again. It's time. You, yeah. did, you did a good job. You've won. You sacrificed to win. Now, enjoy the winnings. That's right. Thank well you. done. Proud of you guys. Very Thank good. You. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? You told me that, right? You said commitment yes. and sacrifice, but yeah. I, didn't let, I didn't let David answer. Yeah. So the hardest thing for me is finding contentment. I know Rachel talks about it all the time and my wife tells me all the time. It's just finding, we, we've worked together really well, but the budget is the biggest thing. Um, you always say to let the other person, you know, I'm the one that controls the budget, but I've always given her, you know, she's always looked it over and made some change. I forced Good. her to make a change Good. every single time Good. so that she was committed to the process. Good. Um, but working together through the whole thing, I mean, I couldn't have done it without them. I mean, the process of, you know, I kind of bribed her a little bit with the retirement thing. <laughs> as soon as we get it done, you can retire. But in reality, I think she just gave you her terms. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you bribed her at all. Yeah. You said, this is this is what it takes to get me. In. <laughs> yeah, this is what it takes to get where we want to be. So good. We're excited Excellent. about it. Good terms of surrender. Well done. <laughs> Very well done. All right, you guys. Excellent job. Hey, we've got the live and give box for you. Uh, the Baby Steps Millionaires, you've made it there or almost so close we're calling it. And depending on what the market goes up today or tomorrow. <laughs> there you there go. go. And a total money makeover book to give away to someone and a Financial Peace University membership to give away while you're continuing to lead classes. Thank you for leading the classes. Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference. People go to those classes. As you know, their life gets changed. Yeah. And uh, you guys, it's because of people like you coordinating. So thank you for being a coordinator. We really Really appreciate it. And you're a perfect example, too. I know, right? We appreciate everything you do. Yes. Well, God bless y'all. All right, David and Lisa and Claire, Austin, Texas area, 300000 paid off. House and everything! Weird people. The Baby Steps Millionaires did it in five years, making one twenty-five up to now three sixty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! Yeah! Whoop, 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 whoop. I love it. Yes! Man, oh man, oh man.
Hey, those two leaned in. They sure did. Pretty incredible. The whole well family. That's, that's, that's well done. Well played. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Podcast reviews, five stars. The Jada rant on the student loans was powerful. She really painted the depth of the problem and the hurt that can come from them. Uh, the best rant I've heard in months. It should be required listening to every semester of high school and college. Way to go, Jade. A Jada right. rant. A Jade rant. There you go. Have you... Uh, have you previously named that or um i think they got it from the dave rant oh i think it's a subsidiary okay (laughs) wholly owned subsidiary okay uh i drive every morning as an uber lyft driver in new york city i listen to the podcast with my passengers some don't pay any attention but those that do listen ask and become interested i share my experience and my baby steps uh, that i'm at and i really enjoy getting compliments from the other ramsey followers wow they get into the kind get into uber yeah uh glad i'm not the only listener in new york city well i'm i love that i'm I'm glad you're not too but i'm glad both of you found each other no i'm kidding (laughs) that's how i found you if somebody had you on the car radio my brother had you on the car radio well there you go forced forced listening there you go laura's in sarasota hi laura welcome to the ramsey show hi dave how are you better than we deserve what's up so I have a question. We're paying off the last of our debt. I have about 66000 on my car. I just wanted to know, do you think I should be able to get my nails done while I do that? <laughs> I am unqualified to answer this question as I am to answer, can I get my hair done when you uh, do this? So, However, Jade is sitting next to me with fluorescent nails. She is qualified. Uh, so what Sam and I did when we were paying off our debt is – we kind of, I, I did not get my nails done. And every so often I was able to get my hair done. So it was a trade-off because it can mm-hmm. get expensive if you're going every two weeks and you're doing the hair thing mm-hmm. and you're doing, I don't know, what you're getting your eyebrows, you know, whatever done. It gets Another expensive. thing I'm inexperienced at. There Dave, you, you, know, do, you don't wax There's just eyebrows. a whole bunch of these things I don't know anything about. So the point is, it's a lot of grooming. It can get expensive. Um, some of it, it's like, yeah, it, you need somebody to, cut your hair every now and then or you need you know whatever that is but mm-hmm. nails truly is one of those things that it so is what a luxury it cost to get your nails done laura it's about fifty dollars each time so and, and how often dollars. how often would this come up it's every, every two, two weeks, weeks. yeah <laughs> Dave was right on the hammer yep okay all right and so i i you know i grew up redneck hillbilly so i don't know anything about this but when i was growing up people did their own nails is that a possibility? See, I work in professional uh, industry, and I have really brittle nails. And so, when I don't have them done, I they look gross and disgusting. I wasn't say I wasn't say gross and disgusting. I said, I mean, like, I mean, my my little sister and like they would paint stuff on there. Do y'all still do that? I mean, well, yeah, that, do humans can, do that? Do them themselves ever? No, everybody. All the women are shaking their head. You no. can paint like them. I'm from another planet. You can paint them, but she wants an application that's going to make them hard so that they don't break. And I will say, um, yeah. Laura, you can you can buy the dip powder and you can do those yourself, and it is a lot less expensive. I don't do it, but I have friends that do it. And that might oh, be. Did you do it when you weren't getting your nails done? No, because I. But yours weren't brittle. No, they weren't brittle. Or See, you I'm can, learning so much today. You can even buy the jar of like the hard gel that you can polish on, 
And so that's that'll save your nails without ha- you having to get them done. Where is Rachel Cruz when I need I her? feel your pain. That Look, I feel her pain. is That's a sacrifice, yeah. but it's only temporary. What's How your long? household income? We make about 200000 and the 66000 on the car is the only thing we have left. But Who's, whose car is it? Yours or his? It's oh. mine. Oh. Sell the car. And yeah. yeah, we are. So we are. That's our plan. We're oh. going to sell the car. Good. Obviously, we're upside down on it. So we're going to have, we're going to take our three to six months and pay off the difference. And then I'll get like a $20,000 car and we'll pay that off in about three to four months. And then we'll pay the house oh, off. Wait, wait a minute. How, how much do you have in savings? We have about 15000 in savings. And that pays off the difference when you sell the car. But then you were going to go yeah. finance a $20,000 car? Yes. No, I don't think I would do that. Wow. Hmm. Okay, so here, here's the thing. Um I mean, we had a lot of fun with your nail question, and it's fine to talk about a hundred bucks here. You make two hundred thousand dollars a year. You got other problems than a hundred bucks. So, mm-hmm. are, how how deeply do you? All, I mean, it feels like he cut your nails and cut your nail budget back, and he's still buying like tools and stuff at Home Depot or something. I don't know where it, where in the flip is two hundred thousand going that we can't pay sixty six off minus fifteen, which is fifty one, in about four or five months. Why don't you pay this car off? Our our house payment is about thirty one hundred a month because we bought at the height. Of yeah, still that should be fine. Everything. Okay, so you mm-hmm. have thirty six thousand dollars a year going out on a house payment. You make two hundred. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess that's a good question. Maybe we need to sit down. Do you and do a budget? We are going to start doing a budget. Okay. You don't that cut you don't cut your nails out until you guys get the rest of this fixed. Yeah. When you sit down and do a budget, that's going to reveal the budget is like blood work. It reveals everything going on, where the money's going, where the problem is. And so when you sit down and do that, you're going to realize, oh, I've got bigger fish. Yeah. Nails, if you want to cut that, that's fine. But you're going to see all the little things that's making this difficult. Here's the thing. If you guys have gone through your budget together with a fine tooth comb and you've slam dunked your $200,000 income towards fifty one thousand because you got fifteen thousand in the bank to throw at this um i think you're going to find a lot more opportunities to get your uh, get your goals hit very quickly mm-hmm. than your nails mm-hmm. and the fact that your nails were set over to the side is the issue while you guys still haven't done the budget um kind of makes me want to fuss at him because he has you guys got to get in there together and he's got to cut I, i'm just telling you there's some crap he's doing <laughs> that's more than those stupid nails <laughs> When you get in the budget, yeah, you're gonna find it. Out. Yeah, yeah. There's, some, sure there's something yeah. he's that he's got that's his little pet thing, and he didn't want to give up the gym membership while he's making you cut your na- mm-hmm. cut, cut out the nails, all that. I I only know this because I'm the guy that did that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> I think when you both have a very clear printout of what's going on like jade said the mm-hmm. blood work is done you get your every dollar budget. Both of you are looking at it. Both of you say we're willing to cut deeply. And then we're not going to cut out a hundred dollars a month for this, or we are going to cut out a hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month because it's only for five months. Yeah, I'll do them myself for five mm-hmm. months, but you're giving that over there up, mm-hmm. and we're not going out to eat, and we're not going on vacation, and we're not doing this, and we're not doing that, and we're not doing this. If I'm giving up the nails, mm-hmm. that's a fair statement. Are you guys putting a lot into mm-hmm. retirement? 
Yeah, so we actually did complete the Financial Peace University uh, during the COVID time, and we paid off all of our debt, mm-hmm. and then we made a stupid decision. We bought a stupid car, and then we bought another stupid car, and ah. we don't have peace anymore, so we're getting back into FDU. And you've still and got so your retirement still, coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my guess okay. is it's quite a bit. It's not just 15 is it? It's not $50. No, it's more than that. Yeah, that yeah. I rest my case. There you go. Okay. Get back on the detailed scorched earth baby step two budget. The two of you together, stop your retirement. Use all non-retirement funding to clear this car up. You're right. It was a stupid decision. Yes, you fell off the wagon. Yes, you're getting back on the wagon. Mm -hmm. But that's not, we don't go straight to the, you can't get your nails done (laughs) while I put 15% into retirement. That's right. Thank you. Hello. He's not following our system, okay? We're telling you to stop everything and get this done. And then I may cut the nails too, not cut the nails, cut the nail uh, treatment out, uh, whatever the flip you call it. And um, anyway, but that's more symbolic with your income that you've gotten everything else going than it is actual. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And sometimes because you're changing behavior, symbolic things, symbolic sacrifices are valuable. Okay, I remember I had an old boy from the country at Financial Peace University one time. He came in, big old guy, and his wife was sitting in a small group crying, and she said, I love my husband so much. He just sold his knife collection. Oh. And it was like his prize thing. Yeah, it was, it meant a lot, a lot to him. But he said, my wife and my kids' future means more than those knives. So he mm-hmm. said, 1100 bucks. It didn't really matter because they had $60,000 in debt, but it's, it, was, it was symbolic I'm on that board. he's putting the family before me. Woo! This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.